It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Okay, so we're going to have a little bit of fun today, and we're going to talk about books. Now, I know a lot of you, and probably you know those folks watching um, on video are not real, maybe don't think books are fun, and I know we probably got a lot of folks that actually read um, anyway. So, uh, But at the end of the day, if you think about, geez, let's do something fun, you know, probably not... Picking up a book and reading a book is on the top of the list. Um, even though I'm a big book reader and have been for, I don't know, decades. Um, and I suggest, you know, if some of you are, uh, but I suggest if you're not, you really need to be for a lot of reasons, um, especially if you want to get ahead uh, sooner, faster, and, and hit your targets faster. It's, it's really something that's really kind of a must. But I want to talk about, uh, when we have fun, we're going to talk about uh, some books that I've got that uh, you're not going to be surprised that I have. Uh, and then we're going to talk about maybe some books that you're going to be surprised that I've got. Uh, and this is where it took me, I don't know, years and years to figure this out. Uh, and I'm going to share with you something that's helped me a lot over the years when it comes to books, when it comes to reading books. Uh, the types of books I read, the kind of books I read, and, you know, we won't go over a lot of every single thing that I read. Because I like, of course, nonfiction. I like a lot of fiction, too. Uh, I won't go over my fiction books. I might maybe at some other day or time I'll go over some of the ones that I choose to read um, from a fiction standpoint. But we're going to talk about nonfiction stuff. And... Uh, you know, so I grabbed these out of my library in my office. I've got a couple of good-sized bookshelves in my office. In addition to bookshelf, I've got um, in our uh, um, entry area in our office, and then you know the books, the bookshelves I got, the library I've got at home. Uh, so let's have some fun, okay? And. The main reason I want to go over this is really, yeah, to give you kind of an idea of some books that I've read and, and I like and I kind of recommend you look at too. But also, again, I want to talk about mistakes that I, this mistake that took me years to figure out that uh, I got a feeling a lot of you are making when it comes to deciding what books to read. Audible, you're going to Barnes & Noble one night or one day and you're checking out what's, what's available. Uh, you're on Amazon, you're on Barnes, whatever. We're going to talk about that right now. So let's go over some of the books that you're not going to be surprised that I've got. Winning Through Intimidation. I've talked about that uh, in other podcasts and other videos, so I'm not going to go over that. Um, if you're in business of any kind, especially the real estate business, multifamily business especially, you got to get this book. Winning Through Intimidation, Robert Ringer. Okay, Robert Ringer. By the way, I don't get paid fees or commissions or anything for mentioning this. This is my recommendation to you, okay, um, for you guys to start adding these to your library if you haven't already. So, 
Okay, so back to the books you're not going to be surprised I've got. So there's Ringer's. Um, Ringer's a real estate guy, was a real estate guy, real estate broker. Uh, started out as, uh, in the book anyway, as a guy that was a mortgage broker. I got into the real estate business selling multifamily communities around the Midwest. Uh, developments mainly. And his trials and tribulations of doing that getting the deals put together, finally getting paid, uh, the people he ran into, the experiences he had is timeless, timeless. Um, it's a must read, okay? uh, uh, winning through intimidation. Okay? Here's another one, not surprisingly. No BS Marketing to the Affluent by Dan Kennedy. Gee, I wonder why I got this book, right? Who do I work with a lot? Affluent people. So, probably a good idea to have a thick, no BS marketing to the influent guide. Okay, probably a good idea to have that. Great book, by the way. Highly recommend it. Not a surprise, I've got it. Another one. No BS business success in the new economy. Okay. Again, really good general kind of book on business and being successful in business. Not so much multifamily, uh, not so much investment, but you know, if you're entrepreneurial and you're building a business or, or in a business or running a business, again, a must for your bookshelf, right? I recommend getting it. Here's an older book, but a goodie, Influence by Robert Cialdini. Okay, Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion, G. I wonder why I got this book, right? Cialdini does a great job at influence, um, and then he follows up with another book um, about influence. It's really good. This one's better than the second one, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but this is, again, really good. The Psychology of Influence by Cialdini. Um, by the way, he's a psychologist, PhD. And again, a book I recommend you get and a book you're probably not surprised I've got. Let's go over a couple more books that you're probably not going to be surprised I've got. The Ultimate Sales Letter. Um, again, this is a Dan Kennedy book. Uh, and by the way, uh, this book helped me and continues to help me sell apartment communities. I've sold apartment communities with sales letters. Okay, well, a lot of folks nowadays, they're not really into direct mail or letters. They're more into electronic communication, email, that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? It's just as applicable. Doing what I do electronically, I still do a lot of direct mail and people getting information from me and things for me through the mail. Ultimate sales letter. Highly recommend it. And then another book that I got which is really, really good, but you don't hear anybody talk about. Um, and before I mention this, just because of the world we live in today, and not that I really give a shit whether you care about this or not, but I want to mention it, just so you know. This is not a political thing I'm mentioning here. Okay? It's not. Uh, it's the truth. Trump strategies for real estate. Trump strategies for real estate. Billionaire lessons for the small investor. This is old. It's got some age on it. Trump Strategies for Real Estate. This is by George Ross. This is not by Trump. Trump didn't write the book. George Ross did. If you remember in the early days of The Apprentice, if you remember if you ever watched The Apprentice, Ross was 
Trump's lawyer, real estate attorney, for a number of years. Okay, so the book is written by Ross. It is easily the best book on real estate negotiation I've read. The best one. And there's a lot of negotiating books out there. But this one by Ross, George Ross, is the best negotiating nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes, real estate investment book I've ever read. George Ross, Trump, Real Estate Strategies, um, Strategies for Real Estate, Billionaire Lessons for the Small Investor. It's awesome. It's really good because his lawyer wrote it. And what great information, especially negotiating tactics. Um, there, there's really, really good negotiating dialogue in here. Um, Again, great book, all right? So, I could go on and on and on with all the other books I've got and why I've got them. But let me just recap. Again, books you're not surprised I've got, okay? All right. George Ross, Trump Real Estate Strategies for uh, Investment Real Estate, Billionaire Lessons for the Small Investor, Ultimate Sales Letter, Psychology of Influence, no BS Business Success. And these are the ones I just pulled off my <clears throat> bookshelf in my office. No BS Marketing, The Affluent, and Winning Through Intimidation. So those books I just went over, I just showed you, all really good books that I recommend you have in your library. Okay? Bottom line. Now, not surprising, not surprised I got those. Now, Let's now move and shift over to the lesson because we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about books I've got on my bookshelf that may be surprised I've got. Okay? Let's start with this one. The Game. The Game is by Neil Strauss. The Game, if you don't know, see how it's got the gold on there. Um, it's actually really cool. Uh, leather, leather cover, the game, uh, penetrating the secret society of pickup artists. Let me say it again. The game is a book about penetrating the secret society of pickup artists. What this book is, it's a book about how to pick up women. It's Strauss's, the author's, adventures and experiences going through the process of learning how to be a pickup artist, how to pick up women. That's what the book is about. Strauss details his trials, tribulations, his experience, you know, joining these groups and these people in learning how to pick up women. That's what the book is about. Okay? Now, I've been married going on 35 years. Why in the hell do I have a book on how to pick up women? Why would I have that? Because of the lessons that are in there that are, follow me on this, transferable to what I do. Now think about that for a second. There is information and lessons in this book on how to basically convince women to sleep with you is really what it is. Okay, uh, Multiple times, preferably. That has a hell of a lot to do with the transfer of information on what Strauss has found successful with what these people do that I can use in 
my business. Now, I'm not picking up women in my business. Of course not. Okay, so look beyond the obvious here. The information, the techniques, the strategies, the dialogue, the information, the verbal cues, the visual cues, all of those kinds of things are important for any entrepreneur to know and to be aware of. And to see how they can transfer this information, transfer is the operable word here, transfer this information to what you do as an investor, as a multifamily owner, as someone that is maybe raising capital, okay? Someone that's um, maybe dealing with partners, okay? You see how you can transfer some of this information? Sure, there's a lot of stuff in here that's a waste, okay? I don't care about 80% of the stuff in here, but there's 20% of the stuff that's good for me to know and that I know I can transfer over and use as a real estate owner, a real estate investor, okay? Um, a guy that runs his own business, runs partnerships, owns real estate, manages employees, etc., etc. In there, okay? The lesson is this right now, before I get my other books. How many of you are going to the bookstore, Audible, whatever, and just looking for the how to invest in real estate, how to raise capital, how to be, how to manage real estate, how to sell real estate, how to own apartments, how to be a good apartment investor, how to be, you, you, you get my point. See, you're locked in, and that's good. It's not good to be locked in, but it's better to be getting those books than doing nothing, but now you've got to look outside of that, and remember, the operable word here is transfer. Transfer. What other books can you use that can have lessons for you to learn that are beyond the tunnel vision of just entrepreneurship and investment real estate? specifically apartment communities, okay? This is important, because a lot of people miss this. A lot of people miss this. So the game, Neil Strauss, I recommend it. Here's one, the Bernie Kornfeld story. Bernie Kornfeld. So Bernie was a guy that started Investors Overseas Services, which was basically door-to-door -door selling um, of mutual funds, fund of funds, mutual funds. So what Kornfeld did, and did it for a number of years until he was subsequently busted, um, law enforcement, securities violations, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Um, and he was closed down, uh, to put it mildly, Bernie was closed down. So what Bernie did was he set up a business where he would hire salespeople to go out door-to-door, -door and sell fractional ownership and mutual funds. That's what he did. Okay, He was very, very good at it, but at the end of the day, he did a lot of things wrong, a lot of things he shouldn't have done, and he ended up paying the price for it. So, knowing that we've got a guy here that was successful for a while, was doing some things wrong, 
and paid the price for it. If we know that up front, does that negate the important lessons that could be in there for us? No. No. Here's a guy that started with absolutely nothing, marshaled a team of hundreds, maybe even thousands if I remember right, salespeople together to go out and sell for him just like they would sell life insurance, uh, in today's world they still sell Tupperware door-to-door, -door, vacuum cleaners door-to-door, -door, cleaning supplies door-to-door. -door. Think of a door-to-door -door salesperson. That's what Bertie Kornfeld's company was, and they sold hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of mutual funds to people. $100 investment here, $500 investment there, $5,000 investment there, $50,000 investment there. That's what these guys did. Okay? Now, are you somebody that might want to raise money someday? Okay. Uh, capital for something. If it's not real estate or multifamily, maybe something else. Are you someone that want, is going to be dealing with partners someday? Are you somebody that's going to be employing salespeople someday? I mean, I could go on and on and on. So again, the Bernie Kornfeld story would not be something that you would think, geez, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, look for Bernie Kornfeld or how people have, have um, crashed and burned, okay, in being super, super rich, super, super successful, and then crash. Well, they crash, so there's no lessons really there. There's lessons there. There's lessons there. Just because the information at the end of the day may not have turned out terrific, you may not necessarily agree with, does not mean you cannot take lessons from it. Expand your mind here. Okay? Bertie Kornfeld story. Here's one. Dave Barry. You don't know Dave. Um, He's a very, very humorous guy, columnist. I don't know if he's still a columnist for the uh, Sentinel. I think it was the Florida Sentinel, I think. I may be wrong about that. Somebody will tell me. Um, but this book is absolutely hilarious. D Dave Barry talks back. Pulitzer Prize winning author. Um, sense of humor is off the charts, by the way. It's off the charts. And so if you've got any kind of sense of humor, any kind, you got to be reading Dave Barry's books. Okay, you do, because they're absolutely hilarious. Now, again, back to our investment real estate. Multifamily, entrepreneurship, um, etc. You're going to the bookstore, you're looking around, you're online, you're going to Audible, whatever it is. Are you thinking that you're going to get a book on humor? Of course not. Okay, but again, how many interactions... How much communication are you going to be have? Are you going to be having, or you already probably do have, with people in so many areas that it's probably going to be advantageous to have some kind of sense of humor. Okay, I got one. Um, I'm pretty sarcastic at times, by the way, but I got one, and it helps to have this on my bookshelf that I can turn to once in a while, get recharged with my sense of humor because I use it a lot with the various people I deal with. 
everything from this morning when I had my staff meetings this morning, using it then, to dealing with my partners, to dealing with my accountant a while ago. So before, I rec before we're recording this and before you guys got here, my accountant, right? Dealing with her this morning. Well, I had a sense of humor right off the blocks there, right out of the blocks. Again, you get my point. Um, here's another one. This is an old book, True Believer by Eric Hoffer. This is a book on basically mass movements. Okay, so think about, think of mass movements in society over the years uh, where somebody has started a mass movement. Um, anything from, you could argue, cults are part of that, uh, you know, all the way to huge mass movements. Um, like what we saw with, uh, you know, the Nazis in World War II, you know, the Nazis and the, the, the party, their party, and, you know, that leading to World War II, that was a mass movement. Um, so mass movements, okay? Um, why do you think I'm reading a book about mass movements, the true believer? Because it has everything to do with people following you believing in you and wanting to invest in and with you with whatever you're doing, whether it's multifamily real estate, whether it's an idea you've got, whether it's a business opportunity, whether it's the next property you want to buy, whether it's raising capital, whether it's your next apartment community you're going to purchase, a lot of lessons here can be learned. Again, are you going to be looking for Eric Hoffer's book when you go to the bookstore? No. No. But if you expand a little bit and use again that word transfer some of what you can learn from this book and from this information, pretty big deal. Here's another one, Iacocca. Okay. So Lee Iacocca, a legend in the auto business. Okay. Um, it's his autobiography. Well, if you're going to be leading successful companies and leading successful people and successful businesses, I mean, Iacocca is probably a guy you better be reading about. Again, transferable information. Here's a book right here about Rockefeller, Titan. Okay, about John D. Rockefeller. Okay. And this book, this is a thick one. By the way, it's a great book. If you've not read it, you've got to read this one. This chronicles Rockefeller's childhood through growing up, through getting into business as an entrepreneur, everything from the standard oil business to railroads to steel to etc., etc., etc. It's in here. This guy started with nothing, by the way. And, you know, if you use, if you take his wealth in today's dollars, he'd be richer than, you know, as I'm recording this, this is 2021, he'd be richer than Jeff Bezos would be. I think Jeff Bezos is number one on the Fortune 500. I think he's worth like 80-some billion. I mean, <clears throat> Rockefeller would be like double that easy if you, you know, move the money from, you know, what it's worth then to what it's worth now. Okay? How many lessons can be learned here? about a guy that been through, done that, seen about everything, especially during times when they didn't have email back then, right? 
They didn't have DocuSign. Uh, they didn't have any kind of technological, they didn't have TV, no videos, nothing. Imagine doing business back then. Think about that. Think how hard that would have been. Do you think there's some lessons in here to learn? Especially how hard it was to do business in that world without the technology that we've got today, without the kinds of communication, without books like this? Wow. Great book. Okay. Again, not a book that you'd automatically go buy if you're a multifamily investor, multifamily owner. If you're an entrepreneur, maybe. Uh, but, again, transferable stuff. And then, you know, here's one right here. Here's another one. Yeah, it's more of a personal thing, but it's still very important, at least to me. So this is a Garrett J. White book. Uh, he's the head of the warrior movement. It's called Be the Man. Okay. So this is a really good book uh, for men that are married, that have families, that run businesses. Okay. So there's nothing in this Be the Man book that has anything to do with investment real estate or multifamily has nothing to do with entrepreneurship, nothing at all. However, it has a lot to do with being a really good father, being a super good husband, okay, and being a really, really good owner of your business and incorporating all of that together to be really the complete package or as close to the complete package as a man, as a father, as a businessman, as you possibly can. Because it all transfers again. So like, when I leave here, okay, when we're done, I'm, I'm gonna probably do more work, but I don't work 24 hours a day. I've got a wife and I've got a family, and I'm, that's, I wanna be as good at that as I possibly can outside of this, right? Transferable this to help me do that and be the leader I can possibly be and the best leader I can be um, for my family, especially, you know, as a father and a, uh, a husband. Okay. Um, so you get my point here. This has been kind of fun, right? So you got a pretty good look at some of the books I've got sitting on my bookshelf. Uh, I've read all of these books, some of them at least three or four times. Uh, and, uh, but I want to make sure I come full circle here because it's super important uh, to everybody. Uh, even those that might be listening and not able to watch this on video. Uh, those on video, it was a little more apparent because you got to actually take a look at what the books looked like, you know. But I mentioned all of the books that I went over today, uh, at least by title and author on the podcast. And, again, the mistake I made early on when I started reading books, uh, was I just focused narrowly on the investment real estate path. Okay, narrowly. Again, better than nothing, started learning a lot. And it's important to be, know that focus is narrow for a while. That's important. You gotta be, you gotta be as knowledgeable in that as you possibly can be. Understand that. But now after you've done that, after you've built at least a a decent foundation, 
you got to start expanding outside and asking yourself this question. What else is transferable from what other business owners are doing, what other entrepreneurs are doing, what other people are doing, um, what other experiences people have had, men, women, doesn't matter. Okay, what can have they done or are doing, so have done like Rockefeller, right? Or are doing like, you know, Garrett White, for example, that can transfer to what I'm doing to ramp up the speed in which I hit my targets. That's pretty much it. Okay. And so when you start expanding a little bit and thinking more um, uh, intelligently about it, not so narrowly focused, but more intelligently about it, you'll be able to pick up things that others are doing or have done that in some cases have nothing to do with multifamily, investment real estate, owning or managing or running your own real estate empire that will be unbelievably applicable and super helpful in you getting to where you want to get to a hell of a lot faster. Okay, so um, pretty good stuff, right? I mean, this has been kind of fun and, and kind of interesting. And I think important because I get a lot of people asking me about books, what books I recommend, what have I read lately, anything that they think they should get. And, you know, I've had a couple of, at least a few, a handful of um, either podcast videos uh, or audios about that. Uh, so this will just be another one we'll add to it. But uh, again, uh, something you want to make sure you remember is that transferability opening your mind to those other uh, books that can be just as equally um, impactful to you, but may not be in that narrow focus that you're looking at. Okay? All right. Thanks for joining the Apartment Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.